0: Apple presents events at the Apple Store. All right, good afternoon. Please welcome this afternoon's guest moderator, Emily Booter.
1: Hi, everybody. Um, Thanks for coming out today. Um, I'm going to talk to the cast and the crew of King Jack, which is one of the best coming-of-age stories I've seen in a really long time. It oscillates between the really dark parts of growing up and the you know, hardships of learning morality without the help of your parents, and also the really tender moments of um, you know, just first kisses, all of the firsts in life, and somehow it manages to not be very bleak even though it deals with bleak themes, which is incredible. So the film is great, and I'm excited to welcome the rest of the director, Felix Thompson. Do you want to invite everybody
2: else? Yeah, let's invite everyone else up So we have uh, Danny Flaherty, who plays Shane (laughs) We've got Christian Madsen, who plays Tom And then Charlie Plummer, who plays Jack
1: So do you want to start by introducing yourselves and giving us a little bit of background on um, how you all met, what you where you studied, everything?
2: Sure. <laughs> um, so uh, I was a film student at uh, NYU Film School. Um, this is my first feature film and we're thrilled to be premiering at Tribeca this year. Um, we actually had a, my first short film was in the Tribeca Film Festival a few years ago uh, which is a really kind of wonderful thing to get to come and experience it again. It feels a bit like a hometown festival. Um, and, yeah, that's, I guess that's me in a nutshell.
0: Uh, I'm Danny Flaherty. Uh, I started acting when I was about 11, and um, just been uh, going for it ever since. And uh, I met this guy in casting and uh, kind of just hit it off, it seemed like. And uh, now I'm here, yeah.
1: Are you based in New York?
0: Uh, yes, basically. I live in, across the bridge in Jersey, but... Same difference. Well, we'll let it slide.
3: Uh, I'm uh, Christian Matson. I um, started acting, I guess. I did like a play in high school. Just sort of fell in love with it. It kind of became like a therapeutic outlet for me. And so, um, yeah, gave it a shot. And then um, based out of LA. So uh, I did a meeting out here with a lovely lady casting director named A.B. Kaufman. Um, just sort of talked about projects and about acting a little bit and interests and um, maybe like two or three months after that, I got a call from Felix and uh, we were discussing a film that he wanted to do and um, I don't know, we had about a hour conversation just about books and movies and it wasn't really about wasn't anything. I didn't even know there. if there was a project. It just was like <laughs> a nice conversation and then, uh, yeah, nice enough to Put me in the movie, and um, yeah, that's how I got here.
4: Um, I'm Charlie. I'm 15, and I am from <laughs> New York. I was born in Manhattan, uh, but I live about an hour north of the city. Um, and the way I got involved with this project is uh, I got an audition for it, and I was in Utah uh, doing this TV show at the time. So I sent in a tape, and you know I found out that Felix wanted to meet with me when I was back in New York. So we ended up meeting and just hanging out for a couple hours and. It was really wonderful, and then you know, a month or so after that, I found that I got the role, and that's how it happened.
1: <laughs> so how did the seed of the idea take root for you, for the film? Uh,
2: I, I met this writer when I was younger who said something that really stuck with me. He said, I don't create characters. I pluck them from my memory. And it was such a, a beautiful sentiment and it really struck a chord to in me in, in, in my own writing process and how I approach stories. Um, and a lot of this film was sort of based on the kids and stories that I grew up around. Um, and I just, I really want to tell a story that was about what I thought growing up was about, which is learning to care about other people more than you care about yourself.
1: Um, so how did you start writing and um, how did you approach the writing process and everything?
2: The, the writing process was... It started out as this long period of note taking, which I think is really important because when an idea comes to you at first, it's like this hazy, shimmery thing in your peripheral vision, and if you look at it directly, it just kind of like disappears. So you're kind of just like sketching notes out of the corner of your eye, and it's like a bit of dialogue, dialogue will come, or or a character, or a scenario, something, and you just you know maybe it's an image, maybe it's part of the world, and you just sketch it out, and it's like it had a notebook full of notes of just you know uh, who these characters were, what this world was. And then once I had that, I had a, I felt like I had a firm understanding of uh, who all these people were, and they were kind of telling me what they wanted to do, and I went and I just went away, cut myself off from everything, you know, no TV, no phone or anything like that, and just wrote for two weeks, uh, gave myself the task of writing six pages a day, and at the end of it, came out with essentially the screenplay.
1: That's amazing. So your first time director, feature-wise, um, how did you? gain the confidence of financiers and basically convince people that this was a film worth making?
2: Uh, Gaining the confidence (laughs) of financiers was entirely down to our amazing producers. Um, So we, uh, Gabrielle Nadig is one of our producers and she had produced the first short film uh, that I had done, which was a Tribeca, a few years ago. And that was funny enough where we met our other producer, Dominic Buchanan, and we all kind of got along really well and became really close friends. Gabrielle had, had, and I had knew we wanted to do a feature together uh, for quite some time and this was the first one I had written where I was like this is going to be the first film that we make. I gave it to her. She read it in a matter of hours and then just got back to me and said yes, this one definitely. She applied to the Sundance Labs, the producing labs, and that uh, she was accepted which was amazing and they kind of took the project under their wing. They were like the best mentors you could ask for. They introduced us to... Uh, some of our EPs, they helped us with the development of the project. Dom uh, was, you know, he was working in England at the time and, and he brought on uh, some other EPs and they just made this amazing uh, team. Um, and I think a lot of it was people trusted the crew behind the project and the project itself. It was, it was, it was kind of, they went one and the same.
1: And the the script really does speak for itself because it's very well written, so... Oh, thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Um, So how was the process of developing the characters on set with all of you?
2: I mean, for me, it was really interesting because each one of these guys, um, there might have been an image that I had in my head of who these characters were, and each one of these guys changed who that character was for me when I saw them. Mm -hmm. Um, I think with... uh, With Shane's character, with Danny's character in particular, I'd I'd imagined uh, Shane is a very, like, physically imposing character. And Danny came in with this kind of, like, lean shuffle and smirk, and he was terrifying. And he really, you were just like, that's, that's, that guy is scary. That guy's the antagonist. Charlie, when I saw his tape, I just knew he brought uh, more uh, vulnerability to the role than I I had originally seen. Um, and he was, all of them were so connected and grounded in everything they did. And this, and this was through the whole casting process. I mean, uh, Corey who plays Ben, uh, the girls, Harriet, uh, you know, all all of them, each of them really came into the room and just brought something that was so kind of undeniably honest. Um, and Christian's work I'd seen before and just knew that he had this kind of intensity and presence that was really necessary for that role of Tom.
1: And what about you guys? What was the biggest challenge bringing, because these are clearly not people that, I mean, these aren't you guys, you're not these tough, you know, <laughs> yeah. people who are fighting each other They're all the time. Tough. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what, what was it like bringing these people to life?
4: Um, well, for me, I mean, uh, you know, for Jack, I had an idea, like what Felix said, but every day when we got to set, you know. Felix would have his ideas, I would have my ideas about the character, about the scene, and we would really collaborate. And I think there was a great trust between both of us, which is really unlike anything I've had on on a feature or anything. So that was really wonderful. And I thought that developing this character as a result was very fluid and it wasn't forced at all, which was really wonderful. Um, And it was really all I could ask as an actor. Uh,
3: Yeah, I think for me, You know, I was terrified every day because I knew that I had to go to a darker place for Tom. He doesn't, he's not the most structured person, and, you know, I'm not either in my real life, but I'm a little bit more structured than he is, and I have to drop that guard, and I have to be sensitive. And, you know, Felix uh, is so great at creating a safe environment for that, so I would just go to, set to basically fall on my face and, you know, and just give it all and so, uh, but I think there was also a, a really honest part too between me and Felix of, you know, to keep it in the ballpark, don't go too wild, there has to be sort of, some sort of a person behind, uh, behind these lines and um, yeah, it was just a, a comfortable environment to feel out that. yeah. Uh,
0: my character is very opposite from myself <laughs> in <Okay>. many ways. <laughs> Uh, as Felix said I am kind of a scrawny guy. Uh, I really had to put myself out there and be a lot more menacing than I am in my own life and I, um, I have uh, two older brothers so I kind of took the pain that I went through with them and threw that into my anger and it really helped me bring that out of myself I guess. And uh, Felix, I mean, he's he's amazing. It uh, really just helped me, you know, get into that that angry, that angry spot every day and just, you know, just, he was just like, you know, just do it, just, just be fierce, be fierce, and...
1: Did you ever scare um, yourself with what you were capable of? Um,
0: seeing the film now, uh, I, I, it is, it is kind of scary to see me in that light, because I'm, I'm, as I said, I'm not like that whatsoever, so.
1: So, what was the biggest challenge production-wise for you?
2: <sighs> That's a really good question. I think... We had, there was, we were very fortunate in that so much went right with the film, and I think that was really down to our production team, our producers, and just there was a real se- kind of sense of family and everyone really came together and, and just made this, they put their all into it. So we really didn't have a lot of like production problems per se, I would say the scariest thing was, uh, and I think this is the way with every project for me, is in casting, um, because I firmly believe that if you don't find the right person, actually, I don't think I don't think any of you guys knew this, but uh, if we didn't find the right Jack, uh, we weren't going to make the film. Um, and and I think that that's always the really scary moment when you've seen 100, hundred, two hundred tapes, and you're just like, Shh, no, <laughs> <laughs> like nothing. Um, I think that was that was probably the. Uh, kind of emotionally the, the hardest part, and to kind of just have that patience to sit through. We had an amazing casting director, A.V. Kaufman. Um, and yeah, I think the, the most important thing is to just get people that you trust and don't never compromise on casting. One of the, I think the reason we had such a smooth shoot is that I just trusted all of these guys so implicitly because I knew that they could do, and, and not that they could just do it, but that they, they could absolutely kill it.
1: What was it about this Jack that made him stand out from the rest?
2: I think, uh, like I said, he really he really changed the role for me. I think he had a vulnerability and a hurt to him, and this is something that Avi and I talked about that made you really care for him because he is a bit of a he's a bit of a bastard uh, throughout a lot of the film, and you have to have something that really uh, allows you to connect with him, and it's. I think there was something about Charlie, I mean, he was incredibly watchable, uh, always alive in every moment, but there was something about him that you just, you could see the sense of hurt in him. And I actually think that was the same for a lot of these guys. I think even with uh, Danny as the bully, you could see the kid who would have been tormented when he was younger now turned tormentor. And the same with Christian, like, you could see this kind of, like, uh, father having left, like, this struggling life, like, you could see some of that smoldering in him and I think that was... um, That was what really drew me to them
1: um so let's talk a little bit about some of the violence and the more brutal scenes in the film there are for those of you who haven't seen it there are a lot of scenes where they're beating each other up (laughs) and um, some of them are very particularly brutal so what first of all what are these kids so angry about
2: i don't think i don't think it's just an i don't think it's just an anger i think that it is um I mean, this is, in some ways, a a movie about a forgotten town and and some forgotten kids. Uh, And that can make anyone kind of want to lash out. But really what it was, is it was a story about those moments and those summers when everyone's parents were working. And so you had the run of the streets. The kids had the run of the streets. You had no one to look up to and no one to tell you right from wrong, except the older kids who were messed up in their own way. And what you realize is when you leave kids to their own devices, they can be incredibly noble, they can be incredibly silly, but they can also be uh, incredibly cruel. And that was something that I wanted to really play with.
1: And what was it like shooting those scenes for you guys? I know you talked a little bit about it, but what about for the two of you?
4: I mean, for me, uh, you know, it was a lot of fun. A lot of the violence was hard, but, you know, it was fun. And I trust these guys so much. They're the nicest guys in the world. So it was never like, you know, I was afraid that I would be injured or anything. And our stunt coordinator, uh, Drew Leary, was fantastic. He just did a fantastic job. But, you know, I think violence does play a big part in the film, and it was really important that we get it right. You know, the film, a lot of it centers around violence, and it can't look fake. It can't look staged. You know, it has to look real. It has to look gruesome. And I think it, you know, the final product definitely did. I think it definitely reflects off the work we put into it. So I'm very satisfied, you know. I mean obviously i'm not satisfied about the violence but i think you know right. we did a good job well
3: yeah.
4: well and danny you threw yourself into like that last fight scene we did you really you you yeah,
2: really threw yourself into that and a tough. lot of energy
0: um i'm a skateboard i already had kind of a hurt ankle that day and uh i was just k- kicking over and over again i actually ended up uh, spraining my ankle on that last night and uh It was it was tough, you know. I mean, you're falling to the ground constantly. But uh, like you said, our stunt coordinator was amazing, and he really uh, helped us make everything look very real. And it it was I felt very safe the entire time because he was so great. And um, you know, it's it's funny. I I I felt bad half the time, fake beating up Charlie over here. And after each take, I'd have to, you know, I'd be like, Are you all right, man? I'm sorry. And uh, it was it was it was a great time.
2: But so essentially, the, the story of King Jack is uh, its about a kid who sh- should not be given any responsibility whatsoever who is forced to look after his little cousin for two days. And that's who Cory, uh, Ben, uh, plays. And he obviously does a really, really bad job of it. But he learns a lot. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, So one of my favorite lines in the film was actually um, when the mother, when Jack's mother says to him, you could be a good kid if you wanted. What does that mean to you within the context of your story?
2: I mean, I think that one of the big things we were trying to do with the film is take out the parental element as much as possible. Um, so when the parents were in, because you know, again, this was a film about when we didn't, there was no one else to tell us right from wrong. It was about those memories that we formed when our parents weren't around and this kind of secret childhood that we had. So when the parents were around, I think it was important that they not feel one dimensional or like they were only doing one thing. So even though Karen, uh, Jack's mom, isn't really around that much in his life, uh, it was important to me that she cared about him and that she n- didn't give up on him. And that ultimately, the choice, you know, and that's towards the end of the film, the choice he has to make is kind of what path does he want to go down. And I think by the end of the film, he takes at least one step in the right direction.
1: <laughs> How does, are there any stories from your childhood, because you said this was sort of based on experiences you had, that directly relate or informed the film?
2: I think one of the things that's been really amazing is, so we just had the premiere last night, and a lot of people have been responding to it in, in, uh, in very visceral ways, um, whether you know whether they're in their sixties and they were you know like a, a you know a young Jewish kid in and in a you know the only young Jewish kid in town or whatever it was, these experiences of bullying I think are sort of universal, um, and they stay with us for for a while. Um, so, I think in all these stories, uh, what I really wanted to pull out was that sense of how bad it can get. And I think that when you're at that age, you're just, you're always on this sort of knife edge of things could just tip over. And it's like every, you know, it's not saying it's only gonna end in tears. I think that's all of adolescence. <laughs> just if you do it long enough, it's only gonna end in tears.
1: <laughs> um, so for you guys, was this, was this your sort of first big role, each of you, or have you had starring roles and lead roles in other films and television shows?
3: I was in a movie called Divergent. <clears throat> like two years I do where a year and a half ago it came out, so that was maybe my first movie really I had ever done um that actually went to the theater so <laughs> uh it was uh yeah, it was nice, but if I had to pick, I would wanna work on you know movies like this and uh with uh you know morality and uh sort of a I don't know, I'm getting off top. Uh, I, I like this movie, <laughs> Alive. <Yeah. laughs>
1: what about you, two?
4: Um, For me, this was definitely the first starring role uh, or, you know, lead role that I had in the future. And that was, you know, the fact that Felix trusted me and was able to collaborate with me and had that trust with me was just kind of incredible because I don't know if I would trust me, you know, <laughs> in that situation. But, yeah, no, this was my first... Kind of, you know, lead role in a feature, and it was a wonderful experience. So I feel like, kind of, the bar has been set pretty high. I, you know, I really think highly of this film, and I'm very proud of the final product. You know, um, I'm I'm usually cast as the uh, stoner type, typically.
0: So, uh, getting to play this role was was really amazing, and it really uh, took me out of what I usually play. And um, it's my first kind of role that's. Veering off that kind of typecasting that I'm usually casted in. So.
1: Awesome. Well, what did you guys each take away from this experience that is going to inform your future choices?
4: It's a deep question. <laughs> yeah, that's. It's <laughs> a hard one. Sorry. I need time to think. Uh... Um, you know, for me. Like I said, this, this film really set the bar high because I felt that it was such a family on set. You know, everybody really loved one another. Everybody had such passion for the project. And, you know, nobody from the cast and the crew, I don't think, ever was in it, you know, for the money or for the recognition or anything. It was because they loved the script and they loved the people who they were working with. So, you know, and frankly, in this business, you don't find a lot of projects like that, you know. so. That alone, I feel, you know, to take away, hopefully I can take a little piece of that to everything, you know, I do in the future. But you know, it was just a really, truly wonderful experience and getting to work with Felix, I mean, he's such a remarkable direct, director and writer and he really taught me a lot. And I thought it taught me a lot as an actor, um, but you know, it was, it was truly a wonderful experience and I think that really reflects from what you see on the screen. Thanks, nice char. You're welcome. Uh
3: yeah, I agree exactly. <laughs> uh, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. I mean, he I mean, he hit all the point. I think I just, you know, when you work on a project that opens you up more, you know, emotionally and you know, I'm a shy guy, so acting is something that's uh you know, helps me uh sort of I don't know, be more open and to, to work with good stuff and to work with a director like Felix who makes me feel comfortable and yeah and I think bringing the film back to New York to you know where we shot it you know it's nice to see everybody again and you take those experiences we had on set and you know it's uh... it's good to see the families and everybody and you know it's kinda like uh... you know we're back together again for a little bit
0: Well yeah, the cast and crew really um, all of them were so amazing so it was like a big family and uh... <laughs> It's, it's going to be an experience I'll, I'll always remember because it was just such a, a fun time. Probably one of the funnest films I've ever had a chance to work on. And I gotta thank this guy for it.
2: Thank you guys. I, yeah, I think, I think honestly the, the biggest takeaway from this film for me was, uh, it was all to do with trust. Um, and it was to do with, with trusting your gut, trusting your partners. Um, I think all of, all of the collaborators, our, our producers, our actors, our EPs, everybody, uh, on the cast, you know, everyone in the, in the crew, there was a, an inherent sense of trust and we instinctually knew when we first met each other that we were on the same page and we were the same kind of people. Um, and I think that was so important. And I think that's something that I'm going to take with me into, into everything that I do.
1: That's amazing. Well, do we want to open it up to the audience for some questions now? Hi, just wondering. Um, did you get to workshop or rehearse the? Do you all get to work as a team before you started shooting? <laughs> uh,
2: that's a good question. We didn't have a lot of time for uh, for rehearsal. We um, so a lot of the ca- So all the cast, with the exception of Christian, were based in New York. So we did have a day where we could get everyone together. Um, and I'd actually talked to uh, one of our APs, Rick, about kind of what, what, what is that day about, and what of that day before. And uh, we talked about this idea of, it's about building relationships, and he gave me some really good ideas for games and stuff that we could play. Um, and so what we did is we all got together on this one day. We, uh, we played some games. We also just set the tone. It was about setting the tone of what I expected from each and every one of them, which was uh, honesty in every moment and just having a good bullshit detector. Um, and not being afraid to say uh, that, that they didn't feel connected that time around um, or that they wanted to try it again in a different way. Uh, so that was really cool, and that got them to know each other. And then Charlie and Christian got to, uh, they had one day together before we shot, and you you could talk about what we got to do on that day. Yeah, uh, I, we
3: went go-karting. Mini-golfing. Go-karting. Go-karting, go-karting mini mini-golfing.
4: We played a lot of
3: ping-pong. We started a ping-pong tournament. Oh, man, we did a lot. I won. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, that's... Uh, we did a swim season. meet. One time, what are you calling? Yeah, there were a lot of, I mean, it was really like a
4: summer camp, kind of, you know. <laughs> it was a very intense summer camp. Uh, I feel,
3: yeah, I felt like a kid again. Who yeah, knows?
4: no, it was really wonderful. I mean, every day after set, you know, we would go back to the hotel, and we were in Kingston, New York, which is not like, you know, it's obviously not Manhattan or something. You can't just go off and do whatever you want. So we would all be in this hotel, and there was a ping-pong table, and there's a swimming pool, which was all nice. and. That's what we do. I mean, we would just hang out and really bond, and that's how we really, I think, got so close. You know, yeah, is being in that close environment, and I think it, I think it really did help the film out a lot. You know, I think you really do see that when watching.
3: Yeah, we became like a family. It was really interesting.
4: Have you ever had a chance? Uh, have you, Has there been an opportunity,
1: or have you been the bully, or have you been bullied? And uh, and what's your experience with bullying on either side? <laughs> So let's hear about uh, who you've beaten up or who has beaten up on you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, actually, I want to share one really quick story. We so we did um, a local casting in upstate New York in Kingston, and we just you know we just put up a flyer, put it on local radio, and we and all these uh, kids came in and they were amazing, um, and a lot of them ended up being in the film uh, either in like some of the high school classroom scenes or in the, the house party scenes and stuff like that, and they were some of the most giving kids I've ever met what was really interesting is this local casting, I didn't have them read sides for the most part, I just had them come in and we talked. And uh, we talked a bit about the film, and a lot of them would bring up uh, things about bullying and experiences that they had had, and they were um, incredibly candid with me. We had only been sitting down for a few minutes, and uh, they were telling me about you know um, either like a, a problem they were having uh, at school, uh, or, uh, you know, a problem that they were, they were having at home and it just it struck me that there, there aren't a lot of people around to listen to that and it was really amazing just how open and candid they were with a complete stranger they had just met and I really uh, appreciated that and respected that and um, yeah, anyway I wanted to share that but you guys can jump in on the other stuff.
3: Uh,
0: I guess I was bullied a little bit in high school, I mean uh isn't everyone to an extent I guess. And um, It's like a rite of passage. Yeah. I definitely was never the bully though. So it was interesting <laughs> to get to you know, be that for once in my life. Stop lying. <laughs> <laughs> well-
1: it's actually it's interesting you say the thing about it being a rite of passage because I think recently people in the public consciousness have started to come around to see it as not necessarily a rite of passage, as something that's really destructive and haunts people for years and years to come. So did this film change your guys' perspective on, you know, what bullying is and the role that it plays in growing up?
3: Well, I think Felix brought something up interesting, you know, a lot of these kids don't have people to talk to, you know? So, you know, I mean, <clears throat> you get somebody older to come and help you out. No, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I think, you know, it, just get somebody to listen to you and, and help you out and get out of that situation, if you're being bullied, you know? I think they shouldn't be scared to, you know, if you're at a school, tell a teacher. You know, if, you're, if it happens on the street, get a cop, something, you know? don't be scared to do that you know I mean
4: yeah yeah I think you know, know the whole film is really about well it's about a lot of things but I think definitely one aspect of the film is you know at the start of the film there's a bunch of people that are all very separate from each other even though they're living very close and you know they don't necessarily try to open up to each other but through the events that happen through the film they really end up opening up and being honest with each other and a lot of times it's not pretty it's very hard to look at but i think you know that's what we need to see more you know of i think you know kids are afraid to talk about you know they're ashamed of it or whatever it may be but that openness that honesty you know not being afraid to have that connection with somebody i think is really important and i think that really is reflected through the film
1: did you get a chance in specific in terms of those extras did you ever get a chance to bond with any of them where you did talk about some of this stuff i think that's fascinating that that came out and i don't know how much you know th- this is a new experience for them but for you guys you you've kind of been around did you get to play the older and not not so much in the film but the older brotherly figure that got to talk or connect with anybody
4: and what was that experience like um... well uh, there was a uh, Frank, um, who plays one of the bullies in the film, I remember Felix talking about an experience when he was auditioning. You know, he read the scene one way and Felix asked him, you know, have you ever been bullied? And this big guy, I mean, he's like a firefighter. He's like a really big, you know, he looks like he'd be a bully, but he said, "Yeah, yeah, I definitely have been bullied. And, you know, then Felix got him to play the scene like that. Like, you know, using that old experience. And, you know, I never was able to talk about, you know, to those extra kids, you know, the kids who were in the party scenes and all that about bullying. I mean, the topic never came up. But, you know, it's definitely something that in my daily life I, you know, if anybody wants to talk to me about it, I am 100% open to talk about it. You know, I think everybody has had their share of experience with bullying and everybody knows what it's like. So, you know, I think we just need or people who are able to listen to that, you know, and I wasn't able to do that while shooting the film, but, you know, if anybody watches a film and comes to me and asks me about that or asks for, you know, help or advice or whatever, you know, I think that's really important to be able to share that with them. There was also, there was, uh,
2: there was this one, I remember this uh, one girl who came in who said something that really, that all these kids said things that broke my heart, but there was this one girl who came in and said something to the effect of um, I'd seen a boy before and she said uh, that's, my, that's my only friend. Uh, and I was just like heartbroken by that and I was like those two kids are coming for at least two days that we need extras for even if we don't need them because they like getting to have them on set and like be with the family was really, it was cool. You could see these kids relished it. I mean." you know I feel like if you're in New York and you're like oh, we need some extras everyone's like yeah I'm kind of busy I'm like I got I've brunch you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but in upstate New York they were like hell yeah they were like I'll, you know, I'll come to this house party scene and stay yeah, up with you good. until 3 in the morning completely unnecessarily I, yeah I don't have anything to do tomorrow like they were, they were just, it was like a big event uh, and they just latched onto it and, uh, and it was really cool and I'm, I really hope to get to go up there and show the film just like for, the, for everyone who was involved up there as well um, at some point
1: how did you ingratiate the town to to the production? Like, did you did you gain the trust of you know shop owners and stuff like that so that you could shoot in specific locations? Or how did you do that?
2: Yeah, we uh, we Gabby had a uh, kind of contact through the town who helped us get there. I mean, it was so, they were so friendly. Like we met the mayor a bunch of times. I've never met a mayor before. You know, I don't, think, I don't think Bloomberg or de Blasio is like, you know, picking up the phone when I call. Yeah. Uh, but like the mayor of Hudson came by, you know, we were like on shooting one day in Hudson, New York. Damn. And uh, this like guy in a suit st- steps on set, you know, with his white hair and I'm like, who is that guy? And he's like, hey, I'm the mayor. And I was like, oh, nice to, nice to meet you. They were very friendly, very open. Um, it was the opposite to shooting in New York, I think, where you have to really beg, borrow, and steal for someone to give you a location. People are generally more friendly. And I think that, that's, that has a huge part to do with how our producers approach people as well. It was always being very open about what this is. I remember we had a house party scene and this older couple was gonna let us shoot in their house. I don't know if you remember this at all, but uh, this older couple was gonna let us shoot in this house. It was the most adorable house ever with all these little figurines. And I was like, we're not throwing a house party in this, this delightful old couple's house. We're gonna ruin it. Let's go find someone else.
1: (laughs) Um, Was there anything else you guys want to share before we wrap up?
3: Enjoy (laughs) the movie. Yeah, go see the movie. Yeah, everybody
1: go see it. It's incredible. And thank you for coming.